Hello, everybody. Today is April 13th. This is episode 14 of Talk Story. I'm Brad Wells, and this is... I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I'm Christian De La Iglesia, First Surf Shop, Division Winwood. Yeah, you're, you're getting good at this. Yeah, uh, you know. And uh, we've got a special guest here with us today. This is... Miguel Gonzalez, also known as Michael Gonzalez, and Mike Gonzalez, and Mike. <laughs> That is the struggle of living in Miami. Oh my goodness, that is the struggle. Mike, Mikey, Michael, yeah, all of it. Gonzo, Gonzalez. Gonzo, Gonzalez, I'll go with all those, yeah. We are live, yeah, if you couldn't figure this out, you are live hey here you. from South Beach in Miami, Florida. Uh, we invite you guys to join us on Instagram. We're on YouTube, uh, thankyousurfing.com. If you guys subscribe and you follow and all these kinds of things, it makes uh, life better for you and me. So uh, do and that. us, yeah. and we're going to cheers uh-huh. you out there in the world. Yeah, with do, our do coffee guys, mugs. This is a surf community, and it's really about you guys. And you know, uh, come on, oh, here we go. There you go. You guys want to get in? Yeah. All right, fine. Do that. Boom. Nice. Uh, and sip, sip. Oh yeah, can't forget the yeah. sip. Look in your eyes. I am very superstitious, <laughs> Caleb. We see you over there. Look in your eyes. Yeah, that's another thing we want to say is thank you to Caleb for uh, doing all this audio and visual. Guy's killing it. It's way better now than it ever has been. I can ever talk from off camera now too. Check oh, this out. Wow. Oh, check him out. That was a surprise. I mean, nice. I, I feel so Jimmy Fallon esque. Wow, this is so cool. I don't even know. I mean, that sounds like we have like all kinds of new opportunities to do stuff with that. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Wish I would have known this in advance. I I can Google stuff from over here if you get into arguments. Google stuff and be like an off (laughs) off site resource. Phone a friend, basically. Phone phone a friend. Wow. Uh, Cool. So, Bradley, it is Friday the 13th. Yeah. So what? Are you superstitious? Uh, I'm OCD. And and conversation's over. So does, yeah. that, does that mean you are, you're not? I mean, does it mean anything to you? <laughs> if you give me enough meaning for Friday the 13th, I will put it into my realm of yeah. OCD. I mean, that's and just I'll about everything else. You're just too. like, oh my God, yeah. I just put any sort of meaning into this and boom. I cannot leave my house without going back like at least twice. It's a super, really? Yeah. On In general? In general. Every time you leave. It's yeah. annoying. Really? It's, it's annoying. It's it's annoying. Yeah, it's I've terrible. been there. We're, we're good friends, so he knows. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's uh, yeah. Oh. The candle's always on yeah, when it is. I didn't yeah. know that. And the coffee maker's always on. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I remember you having that dilemma once we were going up coast. <laughs> you learn things new and new every week. This uh, is beautiful. Yeah, I can't hide it. Bradley, yeah. roll us into this week. <laughs> All right. So we are coming into our weekly <laughs> happenings. Um, some cool stuff's happening on thankyouserving.com. I have, uh, actually, I got an intern. I have a girl that I work with, uh, Emily, that's been doing some really cool stuff. She's been working on a whole e-commerce side to Thank You Surfing. Sick. We have mugs that we've been doing as like a kind of prototype. I've made a couple of t-shirts. Nice. And uh, stickers, pins, all that kind of stuff. Any feedback? Yeah, people like it. So I was like, all right, I need to actually step up my game and make these available. So if people actually want to get them for themselves, they can do that via the website. Um, I got a whole bunch of other ideas about what I can do with this. Um, I want to do collaborations with other artists and photographers and all this other kind of Sick. stuff. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But I guess look for Love that it. as soon as Emily is done with it. I have put it into our little project plan and uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes out the other end. Well, it works out because I, I feel like thank you surfing is such an easy word, like easy pairing of words to roll off your tongue here. And what you represent, I think it's awesome. Oh, thank you. I've uh, had a lot of fun doing it. And cheers to that. The, oh, cheers. I'll do that again. Cheers. All right. God bless <laughs> all around. Bless oh, all around. Gotta keep on. You got to get there with that down, microphone yeah. here, Mike. Mike, are you coming in? Salud, yes. All right. Just checking. Um, <laughs> other out. weekly happenings outside of uh, thank you surfing realm, some pretty cool stuff happening in Miami Beach. We have a skate park that is just opened up. Oh my goodness, finally. Finally. I mean. It's been easily six years plus. I I know that I talked about it with Mark um, and it was years before I even got involved with the initiative. And so I'm going like 10 years easy that people have been lobbying for a park. 
that we actually got funds set aside for a skateboard park. How does it take 10 years? Seriously. Like, the, we're in an international at? city. It's not as if it's like, oh, we're in the middle of the country. Nobody knows what skateboarding is. No, they, they know well, it. Then is. again, everybody in the middle of the country probably knows skateboarding more than yeah. that. No, I mean, the thing is that uh, everybody knew that we wanted it. The residents wanted it. And they had we, money sitting inside. It was 400 money, grand. But the problem was that no one wanted it next to them. Yeah. It's Seriously, a, it's a non-stop issue that we run into, um, especially here in Miami Beach. Not in my front yard, backyard. It, yeah, Whatever. you know, you can change it, but uh, where's it at now? Uh, it is going to be here uh, on Miami Beach at 82nd Street and, and Collins. Collins. Yep. Uh, apparently, this is a temporary park. But it is a pretty decent park for a yeah, temp park. Totally it's skatable. Got, it's, it's got rails. It's mostly concrete. There's a it's big not hip. A, right, and there's not a bit. It's not like a push park. You know? Yeah. So it's. Actually, a skatable skate park yep. on Miami Beach for the first time, and I know it's I not. I just don't understand the temp part. Yeah, so I mean, I, my feeling is, I think we we went into this a little bit right. like the other day when I was talking about buying olives at Publix and how I think you should support what you like. So if you like skateboarding, go use you, the park. You should show buy people that they uh, did the right decision by putting in a skate park by using it. Right. And when there is that like consumption of the product. Like so much usage that there's like everybody everywhere. They're like, oh, I wish I had a bigger park. Right. And so the next time that they go to market with an idea, they'll right. say, we've already had so much positive feedback. Everyone's loving it. And if you just sit at home and like sit on your couch, I mean, no one's going to know that you like skateboarding and you're going to be um, what not about helping yeah. get another skate park at all? Yeah, yeah. No, off, off camera, um, we just had a minor technical difficulty. A, a cell our, phone was dropped. Looked like two our, times. There may have been a third bounce on the first drop. Our six million dollar operation over here is it's like okay. It's already broken. On some duct tape. Yeah, and uh, paper clips. We got the cheap duct tape today, and the adhesive must have come off. <laughs> Uh, what other weekly happenings do you have, Chris? Uh, well, tonight, probably currently happening at this moment, because we're only an hour and a half late, um, is that we are having an event over at Division Winwood, uh -huh. um, which is, is something I am part of with one Ami James and a tattoo shop called Liberty City Tattoos. Cool. Uh, some might know Ami from Miami Inc. love-hate fame of uh -huh. back in the dizzle. Oh, yeah. And so every Friday, we have a little thing called Mystery Tattoo. And so they can either tune into that, that, or you or can, you can tune into this uh, now this or is way later. More exciting. Sorry, Ami. Oh gosh, I I'm mean, I don't want to pick that fight. No, I know, but, but we'll, we'll, is, we'll bring them on here one time, and then we'll, yeah, like, we'll so segue you can, into it. Look, check us out real now, and then if you like what you see, well, listen at nine p.m. Check out Ami and all the and all the guys, and then yep. we'll put this on the blog tomorrow, so you can watch this. You know. If you happen to be on Facebook, check out Facebook Live of the Tattoo Shop. There you go. And you'll go ahead and see that starting at about 9 p.m. In probably roughly like 30 seconds. I'm just kidding. I don't know what time it is. Miguel, do you have any weekly happenings that you would like to bring up? I don't know. I mean, I could say that we haven't had much surf lately, right? We did have some this week. I oh, did get to go out. You actually did a segue. You did I really? Not even yeah. knowing it. Wow. Not He's even knowing it. Just like that, yeah. right? We're coming right into our yes. reports and forecast section oh of the show. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an exciting week. Um, we had, what, one day? Maybe, no, maybe one day. What oh, day sorry. was it? Because I feel like it's just been I like would say we had maybe one day of a north swell yeah. this week. There yeah, was a was trace. Remote. Um, we had a little bit of a trace, and then it came up. And I want to say this was on Tuesday. Uh, into more than rideable range at the same time the wind came. So yeah, definitely got very windy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had some swell, but we had some wind at the same time. So not an ideal setup for us in in terms of great conditions. But it's well, totally rideable. We got some surf coming up this weekend. I saw some we do. wind swells. So we're going from right from the report shop. right into the forecast. Uh, listen, got we segue, are, segue. This is like pinballing off segues. That's what we're doing. Dude, that's why we get paid the big Bing, bucks. Bang, so boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we do. Um, the high pressure off the coast here is going to elevate our southeast wind swell. We're coming into like the springtime sort of pattern here. A anything to do with that big low that's coming across is creating a little snow for our friends up in the north. Yeah, I mean is that, that low push into the high and kind of it, that a all tilt? that swell is. I wish it's that all that swell is going to head to the Europe. Right. So we got really nothing going on there. It's just like this big high is going to block uh, anything from coming south as far as a low goes, but it's enough of a high oddly that we get some trade swell <laughs> so it's like uh, good news bad news sort of situation 
good I mean, news, I, bad news, good news? I remember over the years that April has been an okay month. Like, we've always had some surf during April. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We got these, like, uh, windswell days, and mm -hmm. it's crap for most people in terms of surf, but for us, it's like bread and butter. And so you look at it, <laughs> especially when it comes out of the east-southeast, it cleans up a little bit coming around uh, the south end of the jetty. So after having such a phenomenal March, does mm -hmm. that hurt us in April? I'm no, actually, we're on. still in kind of like a almost a winter transition, not a springtime pattern yet. So okay. I think we still have a chance for another north swell. So you're saying there's a chance. There's still there's a, chance. a chance. We chance. still haven't gone okay. like into complete uh, Bermuda high blocking right. sort of pattern, but um, it's happening soon. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, kind know. of like highlights a lot of what we are discussing tonight. Ah, another fact. segue. Listen, so, I, I almost feel like we so should have guess, like a uh, drinking me, moment every time there's a segue. Well, let me, let it's let me, like another I, segue. Oh, you're moving too fast though. So, I mean, Saturday, uh, we're not going to have too much in the way of wind. Um, so maybe a little bit of southeast dribble. Uh, Sunday, the wind looks like it comes up a bit yes. and into Monday. Um, so we actually have a much better chance for waves. Uh, for a little Sunday fun day. Well, I'll be out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm it's excited. not going to be fantastic or anything, but it'll be, it looks like very rideable. I'll take whatever. <laughs> At this point of the year. And then uh, that's like the common thing. It's like, I'll take whatever. Take yeah, whatever. Totes. So next week, uh, not looking so good. No. No. Nothing. So uh, get it this weekend. Up coast? Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have a little bit more of the trade swell on these. But for people like me, I mean, I don't like to drive up when it's going to be not great conditions. Right. So if it's going to be rather small and maybe not great conditions, I won't make the trip. But it'll be totally surfable. Should we introduce more an in desperation surf report? Like it's one of those. Like if you really are going for like what it takes to be able to enjoy the surf, that's probably no bueno. If you're desperate. Oh, yeah, there's a whole other sort of calibration Got it. <laughs> that occurs, you know, when the seasons change. You're like, oh, need a waist high, Fort Pierce. It's like two hours from here. I'm totally going. <laughs> <laughs> your expectations and your standards kind of come down a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's happening. Um, but that brings us, I think maybe let's uh, segue now into our first topic for the night, which is the work-surf balance. Uh, How do you manage being a surfer in a place that has flat spells, that has seasonality to it? Um, you know, like what? <laughs> well, so, I mean, what we, keeps you sane? I mean, there's different types of work out there, right? Uh -huh. and there's different types of approaches according to the type of work that you do, right? Um, so, so I have we'll start. To, I, I'll start with uh, I'm I'm the corporate guy, right? I'm the weekend warrior, the after work special. You know, after 5 p.m. It's kind of how you're, you're here now, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you came, yeah. you came to come check the surf. You weren't even going to be on the show tonight. No, and you're like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And we started talking. You're like, oh, this is what we're talking about. And you're like, oh, I came to check out the surf. You're like, you're probably a prime candidate for this And situation. I'm on the payroll. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where my, I, I think I work for an amazing place, right? Right. Corporate place, absolutely fantastic. They've understood the fact that my priority is surf. Right. So what happens is during the winter times, I end up coming into work a little bit later. Right. Or a little bit earlier, depending on the surf. Right. So if I see that the waves are going to be in, going on in the morning, the conditions are going to be good in the morning. I will come in late and they won't even ask me questions about it. Wow. Right. I end up working late. They won't even ask questions. Now, if I feel like I need to come in at maybe five in the morning, six in the morning, work till like maybe two in the afternoon until noon, they give me that liberty. I can end up doing all my work and coming in. Right. So, so wait, how, did, how did you set up that sort of situation? To begin <laughs> that's with? like a dream <laughs> job. <laughs> okay. So what ends up happening is you end up having to work a lot more and overproving yourself so that your that's employer loves you that much right. more. Right. Create your value. Exactly. Right. So you end up doing so much more work and I don't mind overworking whenever there's no surf. Right. Right. So coming into the summer, either we go on a trip. Right. Or you work because there's nothing else to do, right? right? Or you go hang out on the beach and that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but you can still do that, do that during the weekends, right? You don't have to like take off time, right? right? But during the times that you want to surf, you want to have that liberty. So you don't want your boss giving you a hard time. So what happens is you double work during the time that there's no surf, yeah, right? Make sure that you're valuable. So that they when like it. a small favor comes up, like, hey, I'm going to change my schedule just slightly tomorrow. Yep. Or like, it doesn't I mean, but that, bother me. I mean, that's kind of an awesome thing, though, that, if you've, that you're a part of a work culture 
that kind of like helps each other out that understands I think this. he's figured that out i think he's yeah. fostered that for right because that that can't be it's taking a long time I right mean, and you got to take some risks you know and, and make sure you end up at a place that you're happy right right because if you're chasing money at the end of the day and you're not happy it's not worth it right because you're not going to enjoy your money Right. Right. But if you end up making a couple bucks and you end up taking the time off and you can live a happy life, that's where you want to be at. And sometimes you just never stop till you get there. Right. You end up having to switch jobs a couple of times. I went a couple of times that I had to switch a few times to make sure I ended up at the place that I was happy. Right. Then so you can settle. surf. Then you yeah. can surf. Yeah. Right. And that's all. It's, that's what it's all about. Right. The end of the game is not. To, I mean, yeah, I like to work or whatever. I mean, right. But if you ask me tomorrow, do I want to go into work? If I win the lottery, yeah, I'm not going to continue working. I'm going to surf every single day for the rest of my life. You know, live on their coconut tree down in Costa Rica or somewhere in Nicaragua or well, somewhere. Well, if you win the lottery. Everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then you don't have to. No, I don't need house. it. But see, yeah. that's the thing. You don't even need it, right? But you want to be able to make sure you can live the rest of your life. Sure. That's the hard part, mm -hmm. right? You only get one yeah, time around on this rock. Part. It's one time around on this rock. And it's whether, yeah. I mean, but, you know, what? You have a well, so how, different how perspective on this because, all right, so this is something that I think is pretty interesting. Right. Is that surf shop owner. Right. You must be surfing all the time, bro. Oh, man, you catch it every time it's good. You must go on trips every week, every time the swell is good. And then it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I end up working the times that are probably the best out there. Um, and this that, is a reality and, that I think and, is so hard for I know. us. To um, I think that's even worse. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's... But it looks like the dream. Like, I, well, if Ben Gravy listen, was here, it, he'd be like, honestly, this is the dream. Listen, I, I'm, it, it is a dream. I mean, I, I'm thankful that I've been able yeah, to yeah. kind of be in the surf industry for the last almost 20 years where I get to like, talk with people and interact and be around surf clothing and surf culture and stuff. But I mean, yes, there's hard work that's involved to, to get to a certain point. Right. It's exactly. And, and that's one thing when you're working for someone, it's like, Oh, the paycheck comes, you know, and you know, you put yourself in a position where you're valuable that they want to keep you. Um, when it comes to like you own it and you're making it, it's just like, well, the business and, and its viability is contingent on how much effort you put in there and what you do and making the right decisions and a lot of times it comes at, at your own expense that you're saying well I'm it's not going surfing. yeah it's cranking out there I got surf rentals going on I got leashes that were flying out and who's going to sell my shop better than me and uh you, you're out there you're doing it and, and granted you still get to go out there and enjoy it but it's about enjoying it for what you do enjoy it fine you don't get it at its best moment and right. you, you don't get it when it's cranking at the, the best part of the day but you're out there and you're enjoying it and but and me, but but I think the other thing for me is like to hear you say that is I'm like, oh, it's very deflating in a way. It's like those guys, I feel like, should get the opportunity to get out when it's best. But knowing that, you know, from a business perspective, you got to get while the getting's good. And, right. But at the same time, you get to surf all these other times where it's kind of like crappy, but there's like a gem that comes through. Right. And, I mean, and I, you also get to work in surfing. Right. You're like six foot leash, seven right. foot leash. Right. It's not that bad. Right. You know, no, like, I, I, it's, absolutely. It's a, We're, it's a well, well, fortunately for enough, our shop is just block, is like a block, barely half a block away from the beach. So, yes, those moments where all of a sudden things turn, you're able to catch it absolutely. But I think maybe I've gotten to a point in my life where um, seeing other people's enjoyments are just like surfing. Um, I've kind of gotten that enjoyment out of what I get out of surfing through other people and just like culture and everything else. And, and, and maybe you that's are in just the me. right business. Right. If you were trying to sell Stoke and Aloha and all that whole business, then um, having a surf shop is probably the right industry. It is, for you. and and I was, but I was a kid that like enjoyed being at a surf shop as a little kid, like at Tradewinds back in the day, and and Birds and anybody else, Exile. I just loved cruising in, talking story, and I thought that was so cool. So when the time came around that I had the opportunity to do it myself, I was like, I'll try. All and right, so let me ask you something actually, kind of the opposite of this now, because. Miguel having the corporate life, like he, like people are like surfing. It's like, oh, you surf the web? It's like, no, that's not what I was talking about. Especially down here. When you, when you talk about surfing, it's clearly about surfing. So right. what about the life balance Because in the work-life balance? Because he has to go find like his life balance outside of work. You have almost like the life stuff right. in your work. So do you get away from it? Do you like go fishing no. or like, no, have, like uh, well, I mean, it, it Everglades is buggy or right. something to like hang out like inland or something. Right. And I, and I've had probably, uh, uh, two different, um, versions of it. Whereas the first 
um, eight years or so, I, w I was sans having a child. Uh -huh. And for the last couple years, or for seven years, for, and the last couple years I have. And within that, that changes the perspective as well. Oh, okay. um, it, you know, it, it's part of your life. I mean, in a sense that both having a kid and not having a kid, it's, it's part of your life. And the thankful part I am that when I worked for like my version of corporate America, which was for Quicksilver mm -hmm. for about five and a half years, that was still surf driven, but there was a lot more um, involved in it. Um, that was a lot more structured. Whereas what you, what we do here is got some structure, but there's a lot of leeway, but it is very much yeah. a part of your life every single day. So there is no days off. So there is right. that portion where you're like, you realize that there, you might go weeks or, you know, months and season where you're just not really ever off off. Cause even the days that you're off, you're still answering phone calls. You're still answering questions. You're right. still making things happen. Still because, responsible. Right. Because that paycheck ain't coming unless you make it come. You know, unless you make it get there. Absolutely. So, so there is that like, oh, this has got to happen. Um, and, and, but at the same time, you kind of like stop yourself when you get stressed and you're just like, but you're doing what you love, you know, and you have to remind mm -hmm. yourself because in this process, when the last 20 years, there's been moments where I didn't like surfing. Like I stopped liking surfing because I was so part of the culture wow. and what was going on. Like it wasn't fun anymore. And all of a sudden I kind of despise some of it. Yeah. It, it, it's weird because you're in it, but at the same time, that like sounds, all of a sudden those is, moments, whenever there's good waves, you don't get to surf. That is and the then all of a sudden, acutely aware of like the negative. Right. And then let's say sales your, aren't your good. All of a sudden you're not making were. any money and then you're stressing mm -hmm. and, and finances hurt everybody. So, you know, all of a sudden imagine that you're tied to something that's not making you money. And at the same time, you're not even getting to enjoy when there's waves. You're like, oh, this is hell. That's tough. That's you know, tough, and, 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 and it's hard. So it's had its challenges, you had, that hard, had its moments. I'm sure you had those sort of like, like hard up and coming times where you didn't have the opportunity to be so valuable that you can be like, hey, look, um, see you at 10. I'll work late, but I'll see you at 10. You know what? At the end of the day, if you can't work and you can't earn your money to like live the lifestyle you want to live or earn the money to like go surfing or do anything you want, you can't live. So I've always given up kind of a little bit more for work, unfortunately. Right. Right. But it's a sacrifice that I'm willing to make in order to continue the ball rolling. Right. You know oh, what you I mean? Have you ever heard that? Like, that's a, what's that saying that people have? It's like Americans work to live mm. and Europeans live or I, live I told her, I yeah. screwed that up. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you had it right. But, you had it right. But you have like that sort of mentality. It seems yeah. like you put, you keep that in perspective and like, you do really well at work. I know you to be like very career driven and, and talented when it right. comes to your profession. Not necessarily life. living to just work. Right. You're working so that you can live. That's the whole point. Because if I, if I work and I don't have anything to live for, what's, what do I do with it? Right? Yeah. So the idea is you got to enjoy that, that one moment that you have out of work. That's a special moment. Right? So I end up making the most of it. So that's why I ended up working. But you always have to make that sacrifice. You know, there, there's always a give and take. Like you say, Chris, like there's going to be moments where you want to be out in the water, where you want to be surfing, where you want to be enjoying that, or you want to get away from it even, right? There's maybe going to be that one time where you don't want to hear about surfing. But right. You got to kind of be in like it, right? You, you kind of have to do it. You know, it's because work is work no matter what you have, right? Right. But you always got to make that time for surf. Right. Well, At I mean, least for that, me. It's what's going to fuel a lot of the rest. So um, maybe it's about people trying to gravitate towards things that are going to allow both. Or yeah. it's, you know, you work hard and you kind of just put your blinders on <laughs> and you just do what you got to do so that you can go ahead and take the time that you want to do the things that you love. I mean, and uh, listen, as long as you have a breath in you, you have an opportunity to go ahead and go towards the life that you, you want to live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We only get one stop. time around on this rock. Absolutely. Or you could become a millennial, right? And then somehow figure out how to work from home, wherever you are in the world. Make right? six figures. Make six figures, right? They, they figured it out somehow. Somehow. Right? That's Not what all I need to you. figure out. Not all of you. Don't resort. I got to figure that out. I mean, it sounds like a good thing I'm to learning figure from out that. if you could. I mean, that's where it's going, right? Everybody's so, going remote. Well, so I mean, great. so corporate life, right? Um, I mean, you, you kind of only get X amount of time off per year. <laughs> yep. You know where I'm going with this, Bradley. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're going into the next topic, which is traveling with surfboards. And um, we're talking about this today. Earlier. Um, because, 
Yeah, actually, this guy, Miguel, and I are going to go to Costa Rica next week. And you only made this decision just a couple days ago. I made this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally. Uh, you know, and it, but, you know, as a, as a South Florida surfer, this is something that, or even, you know what, Florida surfer, uh, this is something that is, at this time of the year, becomes one of those moments. I mean, you guys are young, uh, early guns in a sense, where you're just barely coming out of this spring movement and going straight into a trip where most people let, like, a month of madness kick in. And all of a sudden they're like, I've got that. I got to take a trip. Yeah. And it usually happens in like late May or mid May. I thought I was the only one that did that. Yeah. So I'm going to blend back into the last topic, which was the whole work life balance. And I've been working a lot. And sometimes you just really need to have that balance restored. And so I was like, oh, this is not that many days. And if, it has a weekend in the middle and I could probably it's got to work you can't force it right it's got to work it all sort of the stars aligned and um, it seemed like a good idea so here we are traveling with boards so uh, booked on American Airlines I, I don't know I don't even know what to say about that I mean you traveling a, for board with boards for me has always been a struggle that's the most stressful part of a trip for me right because Wait, wait. I mean, traveling the boards meaning like picking out a board or going to the airport, <laughs> no. or having the boards in the bags, exactly. or fi- or like figuring right. out how to pack them literally, oh. like with making sure tape. that they get there without being harmed or being oh. overly touched and stuff like that. I I'm mean, gonna knock on wood because fortunately enough, the last couple, the last couple years I've traveled, you know, I've never had a problem. All right, so I think there's multiple aspects of this. Let me Seriously. let me see if we can outline this. We've got traveling with boards. Yes, mm-hmm. packing them. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Choosing them, getting them onto the airline without much to do and expense. Yeah. And my, or my, and or, do you even pack any? Oh, okay. That oh, would I mean, because I mean, well, well just yeah, just throw the whole thing out the window. Yeah, that's what I do. I've I done it one time. I was going to a location that I knew had a that lot. That you didn't of bring shows. a board. Yeah. Oh. Right. I'd been there before a lot of times. I knew that there was a lot of surf shops. Can we say at least country? We don't have to say break. <laughs> yes, I, I was going to the Outer Banks, North Carolina. and <laughs> Not being specific at all. <laughs> Not and at all. I mean, that's very, there's. Don't tell us what street. It's fine. 50 some odd miles or, of Outer Banks. So I think you guys can go check it out. You yeah, great pictures. Actually, imagine <laughs> yeah. every single mile of it because it's gorgeous and you should definitely go see it. Uh, so I went to a bunch of different shops and I figured out which one had a board that I wanted to rent and it was a great board and it worked really good for me and that I knew what I was getting into. Um, other places, I wouldn't be so confident. I normally prefer to bring my own boards. Other places as in down south from here, like in Central Anywhere. America? Anywhere. I mean, it could be going to California. Because I've noticed going like to going to Central America and like, well, specifically Costa Rica, I've gone to a bunch of surf shops and it's like they have like brand new great surfboards and like at the prices that you would get them here in the states and i would ask locals i'm like how like typically here in the states you try to lead with clothing and have a little bit of surfboards to kind of kind of offset like what gives it but over there it was like clothing was less and surfboards were everything and i can't imagine the margins are that great but they have, I thought, a pretty decent selection at certain places on the coastline. The quality of the boards that I've found for rentals have been pretty good for the most they've part. They've gotten better they've since gotten, the 90s. They, yeah, they've gotten pretty <laughs> good. Now, the thing is, is that is it a short trip or a long trip, right? right? If it's a short trip, does it make sense to pay $300 for the boards to travel with you, right? For if you're going for the Unless weekend. you have three guys... Which is a hundred bucks each one of you, bag. then it's fifty bucks each way. Where you're just like, you know, it's my board. I will do that. And Different if you're story. if you're the type of person that under, that you know is kind of taking the next step past beginner and intermediate that mm-hmm. like can understand your board mm-hmm. rails and fins, then whoa, um, teeter totter. You know, like that. You want to um, keep with what's comfortable. With right. You want you'll you'll take it with you because you want to. I mean, unfortunately, down here, we don't really get to explore a lot of our boards to its max potential. That's true. So yeah. you take it on trips because you're like, hey, I want to do this. I want to feel this. Yeah, I want to check boards this out. that I have in my closet are dusty and they get dusted off when I go on a trip or that rare opportunity in Florida where we get a really good swell. But mm. even some, like, so they just won't, they're just not the appropriate board for here. They're too thin. It's made for a big barreling reef break. And, well, we don't see those. Right. And there's nothing like having your own board. At your at like your favorite break, right? right? And especially getting off a plane. Now you're gonna get off a plane where we're normally used to smaller waves in a place where that normally has bigger waves. 
All right, so now you have to adjust to the bigger wave size and a new board. So there's two different factors going on instead of just saying, right. oh, I'm going to get right. onto a new So let's just say that we prefer size. to do it. You want to take a board. So, take but I board. would say that if you're beginner to intermediate, it might yeah. be cheaper because if you rent a board in Costa Rica or Nicaragua or any one of these places that waves, it's still, like 20 bucks a day. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's still not really a bad option, but I think most people probably prefer to bring their own board. So that brings it to the next level. I mean, I guess it depends on the days, it? right? Because if you How were staying pack, five, you choose? if you were staying seven days and it's 20 bucks a day, you know, you had 140 bucks. Still and and, like and technically, yeah, if you were to bring your own board and you paid the fee, mm -hmm. it's probably cheaper. Yeah. I, you're right. Yeah. I can't say much of that. No, and listen, it's math. Yeah. It's but, black and white. You can't see the right or you're wrong. You're right, but, you're wrong. But, but I wouldn't also I, packing I, your own board. I also wouldn't a risk a trip on it, though. Uh, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. So, again, right. am I going to risk 150 bucks for the quality of my trip? But you know how to surf. I'm talking about people that may not know how to surf correct. completely. Okay, no, do they correct. go get a board over there or yeah, do yeah, they yeah. travel with it? If you're, if you're a beginner, there's probably not very much reason to bring your own board. Right. Absolutely. If you have boards that you like... If you have been thinking about surfing boards that you like at a particular spot, it takes on a whole other realm. It really does, because if, especially if you're coming from this area, in a sense that you don't get to surf right. certain I, boards and, and and again feel certain rails and it's a whole a board all together. Yeah, you have a board like, for a certain wave type, right. and so you have it like in your quiver. It's a whole like rack of boards that you have that you get to ride for certain wave conditions, and you're like, oh man, I haven't got to take that one out in a long time. Time to buy a plane ticket and get that thing into some water. Can we just get a surf pool here, please? I don't please. even know if that would. Well, that's a whole other thing. I mean, yeah, I know. Oh, man. I know. You're yeah, very good at in introducing I, ideas sorry. that like, take me so uh, off topic. I know. That's what I do. I'm the off topic I was there guy. For that too. Yeah, you're very good at introducing the off topic that I like will just throw me like. Oh, uh, I was crazy. there for the both topics of the off topic. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, like, so if you do choose to bring your own boards, then there's a the whole thing of packing them, which is a whole other realm of traveling with surfboards. Well, back in the day when How they had the glass it? and fins, that you, oh they, they had the actual pads that you put on the glass yeah, and fins. Like a styrofoam uh, cutout. Yeah, it was great. I thought I thought it was so cool. I was like, I yeah, thought so too. but then all of a sudden it was like, really? Nowadays, three board bag would have been just good enough for one board back you take then. The, yeah, because you take right, the fins out. Right. So now you can do three fans and whatnot. And so how do you pack yours? I've I've been lucky. I've I you just, I really what, just throw all of them in um, just like that. I'm like, so you take the wax off? No. You, got, you oh, take wax off? Oh, God. Really? Before I, so back before to my OCD's tendencies. Really? Yeah, so you're going to have to take I just, I just a little towel in between and no, a towel. Towel. rub some wax on between. top of it when you get there. No. I mean, chances are I'm going from tropical to subtropical, Absolutely so it's not, not really no. that big of a deal. No. What you're going wow. to need to do here is uh, take all the wax off I thought off my OCD boards. was bad. Before you go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the whole point of like, mm -hmm. if you've got a lot of wax on there, it's got a lot of weight. Have you ever seen me when I come into the shop and I'm looking for base coat and you don't have it and I have like a uh, heart attack? Yeah. It's because of this. Oh. Because I have stripped down my boards and I need base coats because I'm going on a trip. People still use base coat, huh? No, oh, I love base coat. <laughs> no, we carry it still. Come on over. We big, got big we got base coat. coat. It's fine. Base coat. Yeah, I so the next it. step in my process would be after removing all the wax, I put them into board socks or... Uh, and then a bag's? And then I put them into Jeez. the bag. And then I take... Uh, I'll take Pictures my, of them? No, I'll take... Hug them? Well, I mean, you're, she's might as well sleep with them. Well, um, God, I'll, take a, so I'll take a soft cooler and I'll put it around all the noses of the boards, which is great for transporting anything you want to keep cool while you're on the trip. And then I'll stuff towels. I put swim fins under the nose uh, so to keep the nose rocker intact. Listen, I'm all about stuffing shit stuff. Yeah, into sure. the board bag yeah. and just carrying whatever light stuff on your back and whatnot, but cooler and everything, huh? Yeah, I put the cooler around the noses, then I stuff the Churchill swim fins underneath the noses to keep the nose rocker from bending. Uh, and then in the tail of the board, I'll put any wetsuit top around the tails so they don't get any dings. Um, I, I just, I have never thought of cooler because I don't feel like the beard lasts that long. <laughs> you know, it's like it would great, never get warm. I, everyone, <laughs> like, everyone's yeah. always like, oh man, I wish I had something to keep them cool on a surf trip. It's like, yeah, yeah well, I pack my boards in one. Yeah, they never last that long. You know, they're done. They're done before they're even done. Go to the supermarket warm. on a long trip, pack yeah. it up, going yeah. on day trips out to the, uh, on a boat or something, pack a cooler, 
So is the, is the towel in between the boards? Is that acceptable as a good enough padding? I like, to do, I like to do a towel over the, the rails so that there looks like there's one surfboard. Listen, I, I, I've seen them going all. To the, we're going to the next thing here because is how to get your boards onto an airplane, minimum fees. Uh, Which is like I really br- like I, an art I bring coffee. I bring well, in Miami. You're, bring, I, you're I, just gonna like show up. It, it's it's personality. It yeah. really is because yeah, you got to figure all them. these people have an I opportunity to either hook you up or totally mm-hmm. screw you yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah, you so if you show smooth. up with a little coffee, like, mm-hmm. hey, how's it going? Especially, yeah. it depends uh-huh. on the time of day. Morning coffee, you kind of, hey. And then, like, what's great is that they all have a nameplate. Uh-huh. Remember your nameplates? Yeah. Yep. You go ahead and you go, yep. Betsy, how are you? <laughs> how's it going? Yep. I'm, I'm pouring a little coffee myself. I'm trying to get this wake up thing going. Would you like some? Yep. I got you, girl. I got you. How's it going? <laughs> What, what's going on? How how was your Meanwhile, weekend? the board bag is coming below your feet, underneath yeah. the desk, yeah. out of the, uh, the, the line belt. of sight. Right. If you get the board bag underneath, and then the next question is, where are you traveling to? Oh. How many bags do you have? Germany. Well, I've got uh, my surf board bag. Surf board. The one. Singular. But, well, I guess this depends on companies, because American Airlines will Not let up, you go always, in triple. Always. <laughs> <laughs> default to surfboard bag it is a singular thing you're not lying when you say it's a surfboard bag it is a surfboard it's just bag. one bag if they ask why it has so much stuff in it so it's all of your water sports apparatus does this count as your first piece of luggage sometimes it does if it is you just say thank you and you pay the 25 dollars if you're on JetBlue and spirit none of this applies never get nasty with them no, never get nasty. Never get nasty. No, no, never. No, absolutely. Never. That Bring doesn't coffee. help anybody. Look, no. They're not the ones making the rules. They're yeah. just maybe the ones misinterpreting. Yeah. I also recommend taking screenshots of their policy oh, yeah. just idea. in case it does come that's, up in conversation. A lot of people don't understand. They're like, oh, this is overweight baggage. No, this is a surfboard bag. You have a policy. It costs $75. I have two boards in there. Where does it cost $75? JetBlue. Yeah. We're not going on there, right? Nope. <laughs> Other airlines, such as American, you pay through the nose uh, for the board bag, but you can put as many as you'd like in there. Right. Which oh, is does the JetBlue, is that per, where you really yeah. have to hide the whole, like, That's why board, you have to do the board? Uh, yeah. You serve board bag. bag with the two towel, the one towel over the two rails. Which one are we going on? American, American Airlines, which oh, means yeah. we're going to pay through the nose and bring as many boards as we'd like. Is it just you two? Taking all of them? So far. Anybody out there want to uh, jump on this trip? We're going to go to Costa Rica. little surgical strike. Got a direct message. It's a good strike. Yeah, yeah, send me a DM uh, or an email, and uh, maybe uh, you can come along. Come on over. Oh, you can submit. Thankyousurfing at gmail.com, or you can go to uh, thankyousurfing on Instagram and direct message, or Facebook, or Twitter, or I think that's pretty much it. We're really doing that, aren't you? Just. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, put it just out there. Okay. Put it out there. It's like this. Wow. Put it on the wall. It's going to stick. Go so from an SUV to a, like a minibus. You put it out there. All of a sudden, everyone in Pomona I don't have pissed. to say yes to yes. anybody that wants. You're what? the one dropping the spot. I said I was <laughs> no. going to a country. Yeah, well. You four people don't go to Pavona's next week. And one of them's my mom. Locals are going to be pissed. That's one of the things that we try to do here is not drop spots. So Sorry. I try to try to keep it very general. <laughs> Gosh, you guys are totally blowing up something week. that's in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest left in the world. Second? Second. Well, yeah, the other one is Chikama, which I'm going to name because I guess it's the number one in the Guinness Book of World Records. They've heard of that. Yeah, so they probably heard of it. So uh, let's move on. Uh, packing boards, that's a whole thing. Choosing it's boards thing. is a whole thing. Getting through the airline uh, front line, it's a whole thing. Yada, yada, yada. A lot of us talked about taking trunks. You got a pair of board shorts? Board shorts. Uh, you're going to stuff them in your board bag when you go on a trip. I you're take, taking one or two? I take a lot of board shorts. If I'm oh. going on like a seven-day trip, I'm probably taking every pair of board shorts I own, which is probably in the realm of 20. That's a lot. And I like to be dry. That's why I like to I like to be dry. I like to have a new set of dry trunks. Is there talcum powder involved in this whole thing? I don't 
I don't mind talcum. I I've done um, I've done gold bond. We'll dry things up a little I, bit. I don't. I just I like I like being dry and comfortable because like if you're gonna be in the jungle, you're gonna be on a surf trip. There may be some uncomfortable times. You might as well be nice and dry. God, I I might be on the totally opposite tip, and that that might be the Inca in me that's just like we're constantly sweating and constantly like just moist in general. Where I'm just like ah whatever. Yeah, I'm you know? more I'm more like a Brad that I like to be dry, very clean. Okay. I have a buddy of mine that will take 45 board shorts and wear one, right? Uh, somehow, and by the end of the trip, they're walking by themselves somehow. That's I can smell them coming around the corner. <laughs> He's probably one of the guys watching right now. So I mean, are. within that, does because guys that surf a bunch on yeah. trips, chafing is yeah. a problem. Oh, that's terrible. And and so are do you find that there are board shorts because there are certain board shorts that they that that appeal to people for traveling and surfing a bunch more than others. Do you find that that even works? I mean, for the most part, I find anything that just stretches, right? That's what I look <laughs> for, anything that stretches. Now, here are these things of the surf shorts or these surf underwears that you wear in their board shorts, right? Right. Really? But I heard there's like things that you don't want to wear them on beach breaks, apparently. Right, well, right, oh, which yeah. is where we surf because yep, of the sand. The sand like underneath them. Yeah, yeah, so I haven't really worn any of those, right? But I hear they're very comfortable. They are. Right? Yeah. So. So maybe I can consider those one of those days where I go to a reef break, but that doesn't happen very often here in Florida. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, is it like the difference? Different shorts, different spots. I mean, but is it the difference between are you washing your shorts out so that with fresh water oh, you're yeah. drying it, you're drying off and walk shorts kind of hanging loose, your board shorts stray off, and then when you put walk it back shorts. on it, yeah, those are for walking. Oh, board geez. shorts are for riding a board. Yeah, so I know, but listen, shorts. you're not surfing all the time. Okay, I'm just drawing loose. the distinction between shorts because yeah, that okay. is the topic. Well, listen, when you're walking, when you're hanging out and you're casual shorts, let's say. Depends where you are, though. Depends, Depends where you are. Casual shorts. Absolutely. We live in South Beach, so it's a little... South you know, Beach is okay. Like, let's say you go away to like a, a place that surfs all the time, right? You could be board shorts and a white beater everywhere. All the time. It doesn't matter what time it is. People wear right? wife beaters still? They do. Well, yeah. When Seriously? you go when you go abroad with friends. Especially like on trips. You're like, <laughs> I save this wife beater just for this trip. trip. Absolutely. Okay. It's when you want to say 305 without saying 305. Can we even say wife beater still? I mean, it doesn't even seem <laughs> they, like they it's right. He's like, he's like, all of a sudden, it's very self-conscious. He's like, he's yeah, like oh, yeah. did I just oh, say that? I got to retack four people that are out there. My whole, all my luggage needs to be repacked for my trip. Oh, wife beater's done. But I I mean, I think there is a reason to have different board shorts for different reasons. So look, South Beach, very frou-frou. You're going to like hang out at the pool, the Delano, and have cocktails. You're going to wear chunks that are not necessarily the ones you would go on a surf trip. Absolutely. Personality. This is like the one time that we actually agree. Yes. On anything apparel related. Because... Wetsuits, you're like beaver tails. Look so awesome. I'm like, <laughs> you're an idiot. That's the <laughs> least functional thing I've ever seen. Fashion over function, right? But I think yeah. I'm I'm trying to bring the function into fashion. I'm like, look, if I uh, I'm supposed to look cool, uh, then I don't need the super stretchy stuff. It's not like I'm trying to like pig dolly in, into a barrel not uh, here at, at the Delano. No. So right. I don't need super stretchy right. shorts. So yeah, I you got the shorts the, for the pool deck. You got the yeah. shorts for the boat. You got the shorts. That's fishing, exactly right. get the shorts for surfing. The ones that my if mom you're surfing likes. Surfing on a longboard like and a shortboard. I get to it. a family thing. I'm like, easily oh, seven yeah, my mom really likes. Mom really likes those ones. I put it with a collared shirt, and she like super likes it. Yeah, that's like well, you have to have different trunks for different stuff. <laughs> am I? Am I? Do I sound no, like a crazy no, person? No, it's no. great. If grandma likes it, wear it. You know, you wear have to have it. different Absolutely. trunks for different purposes. <laughs> she I did, only listen. tells you the truth, though. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta believe. Toss those trunks if she doesn't like them. Yeah, so, and, and then writing different boards. With Pure, those trunks? Yeah. So, uh, I have to admit, mind. I have, like, one pair of shorts that's, like, inseam 18 inches, which is, like, really short for me. I like below the knee. That's my style. Okay. And when I wear those shorts, I feel like I serve more retro. It's like knock-kneed, you're like, yeah, you're down like, I can't help myself. I was like, they're like scalloped right. lime green with like a blue stripe. Like, why are my legs so close? I don't even know. It's I my don't shorts. even know. I was like, <laughs> my shorts are pulling my legs closer. Are they really? No. Where's the paraffin wax? <laughs> Going back decades. It's organic. Yeah. Leash, by God, no. My gosh. Is my leash made out of yeah, almond like milk? Changing all my vocabulary <laughs> to, to, to be in the 1950s and stuff. Uh, yeah. Fads. Uh, styles. I don't know. It's, uh, but it does influence, know. I think, 
how you feel. Actually, I want to throw well, another I one I kind of sell it here. So it's one of those where we have to... I was feeling a little down this afternoon. Uh-huh. Very intense week. So you bought some board shorts here? I, I put on a nice shirt. Oh. I like the shirt. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. And I was like, you know what? I feel good. There's an old school saying. It's dress the, the part that you want to play. Yeah. Something along those lines where it's like, and I've had that, where I've just like totally like been like, you know what? I want to fucking kick ass today. Sorry. I just dropped two F-bombs. Well, an F-bomb and an A-bomb. Sorry. But gotten into it and just been like, you wear what you wear. Yeah. And it kind of gives you power. You're feeling it. Yep. Yeah. So it's get those pair of trunks. Do you have those trunks where you're just like feeling it? You're like, oh, it'd be like. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse where you're feeling it and you go out there and you're not feeling it. Yeah, your swagger. All of a sudden you're like, oh, but the trunks. I'm thinking of those the white trunks. and black trunks. Um, it wasn't Mickey Dora. It was. Um, the bull. The bull. Greg Noll. Greg, Greg Noll. You know, like, I mean, you got to know that after he puts those trunks on, he's feeling it again. I mean, I know, and it was like it was like even if he's sitting on the on the and sofa. the best thing was like it was like a shoelace that kept his waist together. Yeah, and, and, exactly. And somehow he's charging like twenty foot makaha that's mostly closed out, and his shorts are staying on. Yeah, so <laughs> his board's gone, but the shorts are. Staying I mean, on. like to go board short stories here. Uh, the photo apparently that is missed is him taking off on the largest wave ever surfed up until, you know, like basically like Cortez Bank days. Right. Without uh, shorts? With those shorts on. He went out and surfed that yeah, shortly thereafter yeah. or right before or what right. have you. And well, he was that stubborn. He, he was, was like, I'm it. not leaving here without surfing this. Yeah. Even if it puts me down. And so maybe it is the shorts. You know, bravery. Bravery and shorts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it does a little something for you. I mean, it does Listen, a little something for you. There's power ties. There's power socks. There's like all of it. They kind of empower you in one way or another. You're I right will co-sign that. that all day. Absolutely. You're right about that. Listen, first surf shop. We sell power here. Oh, what's a uh, trading places? Looking good, <laughs> feeling good. You know, it's it's just it's kind of like that. That's true. And uh, it, it, it's it's a funny thing that it's a very um, like sort of superficial and artificial thing that can still somehow bring you some sort of like levity to your ego or whatever, yep. and make you feel that much more confident surfing even. Which is why I guess you know you have mm-hmm. different. Different board shorts for different different uh, feelings, uh, different occurrences or different yeah. events or Listen, whatever. Listen, I you know I I try so hard to keep my board short minimum at the house. I mean maximum at the house at seventeen. <laughs> like my max is seventeen, my minimum seventeen too. Like I'm just like at that point where I can't bring You're on board anymore. Board. But it's so hard. I actually have like <laughs> some it's so hard. I really have such I've, good ones, and I end up saving. I pack them and I kind of like. Like that vacuum pack and stuff oh, like that. Oh, you do? Straight hoard yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, pretty wild. Well. Oh, yeah. I actually have a bunch of bags right now that I'm looking to donate. So anybody that wants like my old uh, collared shirts, interview clothes, and board shorts. Um, Medium I've got, shirt. I've got 32 <laughs> waist. Yeah, I'm a 32, 32, uh, yeah, size large, um, generally. Yeah, my board shorts really just, they range from, like, sizes, right? So, like, I keep them depending on how much I gain weight and how little weight I am. Depending <laughs> what oh, I've done is. that before. See, coming into the fall, I'm a little bit heavier. I haven't surfed in a while, right? Then you go into the fall, you start losing some weight. By the end of the winter, I got, like, four or five more so sizes. So you don't even have surf you know, shorts so for the occurrence? No, no, it's, it's like the time by of the, the year. season. Yeah, it's by the season. That's how it goes. It's by my weight scale. Yeah, it's by That's the weight incredible. scale. So, Which is understandable. Like, when I worked for Quicksilver back in the day, it was like we noticed that on that on that sizing scale yeah. that during the summer back no then, we used to drop off a lot during the summer, that during the summer, the smaller size runs would sell a lot more than the bigger. And during the winter the bigger size runs would sell better than anything else. And a lot of that plays into like during the winter, we had, you know, people from the North that would come down. And during the summer, it was mostly locals that stuck around. And this was, you know, again, like almost 15 years ago. And they're bikini ready. Right. Uh, Or, you know, (laughs) naturally all year round, but that's always around was was locals. And they were all like anywhere from 29 to 32, you know, and during the the winter was 33 to 36. How about that? That's how I usually keep them. So, I mean, my, my, my board, my board shorts range from about, you know, 32 to about 34, 36, right. Depending on how crazy it gets, but you know, that's crazy. That's a big, that's a big swing. swing. Yeah. It's a serious summer. Oh, it's crazy. It's a serious (laughs) summer. (laughs) 
have a good time. Because you <laughs> really have a good time. So uh, I think I think we got through all of our topics. Hit them all. Caleb, how many uh, minutes or hours have we been doing this? Right. Oh, let's wrap this thing up. We're getting under that. I mean, we're trying to always hit the one. I'm always going over the one, and and I'm stoked on it that we do. Yeah, I think. What do we? Do we miss anything today? No, you just had someone who was really efficient. Didn't say much. (laughs) God, he is so efficient. He's kept us within the time frame. I mean, that's how we normally work with, (laughs) even though we're late. That's how he can manage to go to Costa Rica next week. Yep. Oh, I mean, so next week. Oh, we're doing yeah. this. How are we doing we, this? We're, we're still kind of keeping misto as to what we got going on. Because but you guys we are gonna, don't know. We kind of know, but it's, it's on. Right. But at the end of the day, you guys are going to be out there. I, I'm, I'm pitching. I'm what I, pitch. what I heard was Caleb is going to make it all happen. Yes. We're going to like have a remote <laughs> so this feed. So this is what we're pitching. Is we're, pitching we're pitching the remote feed mm-hmm. where you guys are out there and we're going to... We're gonna Caleb s- may be we'll, out there with us. We'll figure out oh, something cool. That would be sick. We'll figure out something we're cool. We're going to swing to you guys. Yeah. Uh, we're going to swing to you guys yeah. for the weather. Uh, Miguel, me, and two howler monkeys. We'll swing to you guys for weather. Yes. And then we'll bring it back to whatever it is that we're going to talk about. It's the I, first I time that we I, do this. It's you know, new. I, I have to say, I kind of want to stay for the conversation. Oh. Especially because, we, I mean. It might work. I mean, are we, we really might doing, be able to do it. Next week is going to be ladies night. I think so. Uh, I mean, well, I can't. They haven't confirmed yet. I just, you know. Well, there's. I mean, we have we're not, a possible we're not potential. Specific guests. I mean, the, I mean, the point is that I'm gonna miss it, and I want to be part of it in some way. So it we'll might be it an ex- Instagram exclusive. We might only have you in well, on the Instagram. Caleb, we will, we will <laughs> but we're gonna figure, figure out. out. <laughs> we'll figure out a we way to put it so in. The, not gonna be here we'll, we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. It'll it'll happen. We'll get something crazy. We're going to be working on it I this believe weekend. In Caleb. <laughs> I believe in him very much so. All right. So uh, this is Talk Story episode 14 in the books. It is April 13th. 13th. Friday. I am 13th. Brad Wells from Thank You Surfing. I'm I appreciate you guys all coming out and watching this all the time and following us on Instagram and on Facebook. So tell your friends, follow, subscribe, hit the little like bell because apparently that does something for you that makes everything awesome. Oh, on YouTube. Um, yeah, Caleb knows this stuff. Ring um, the bell. Yeah, ring the bell. Uh, I want to say thank you to our surprise special guest, Miguelito, who showed up just in the nick of time to be here and provide excellent commentary. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on the show. Appreciate it. Very cool. Yeah, you, did, <laughs> you uh, definitely didn't want to be on this, and no. you did, I think, an awesome job. Yeah. Thank you. Kind of flowed. Thank you. That kind of did flow. Chris. Hey, Christian Iglesia, First Surf Shop, Division Winwood. Stoked we made this happen. Let's do it next week. Caleb, thanks as always. Yeah. There you guys. Peace.